Today and welcome to Uncle Devin's show on WOL 1450 AM 95.9 FM. Oops, sorry, no more, no more 95.9. I gotta get used to that. That's now the sports talk station. So if you want to hear the best of sports talk, you go to 95.9 FM. But we are on WOL 1450 AM, and I am your host, Uncle Devin, the children's drum cushionist. And you can tell by that theme music going on in the background. Um, today's show is going to be wonderful, and it's consistent with our theme of making sure that you know about the wonderful work that many artists are doing in the field of children's music and entertainment. Uh, my goal is to eradicate what we call music adultification. That's where we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of age appropriate uh, and uh, culturally relevant music. And so you tune into the right place. The first time that this has ever been uh, a programming uh, of this nature on the Radio One Network, and I'm glad uh, to be bringing it to you today. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Um, it's great to start this week off. We, you know, the Uncle Devin show is. Um, we're also right in the middle of our um, school assemblies and uh, residencies and all that. And we're going to talk a lot about that with with my guest in just a minute. And uh, just want to give a shout out to everyone. And like I say, we had a wonderful. Um, uh, time uh, last week. I'm sorry we couldn't be here. I know that there was some situations going on in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, and uh, so we had to preempt our show. Uh, but nonetheless, we're here today, and we're just glad to be here. Today's show is brought to you by I Am We Nation Radio, the first 24/7 online mu children's music radio station with an urban twist. Um, we play music of many different genres. Because, uh, see, most children's music today focuses on the dominant culture. But we play um, children's music of different genres, including hip-hop, go-go, jazz, uh, reggae, you name it. So just tune in to IamWeNation.com. That's IamWeNation.com. If you have grandchildren, turn it on. You can get go to the app, download the, the Live 365 app, look up IamWeNation.com, plug it in, and just enjoy the music. And I guarantee you, it's music that the entire family would love. So... Um, we look forward to um, having you come and share with us there. <clears throat> I am excited, more than excited to have my my next guest here uh, on the Uncle Devin show. You know, one again, one of the reasons why I do this show is just for this reason here. There's a lot of talented people who've dedicated their art forms to uh, raising the awareness of children around the world. And, um, but yet we don't get that much uh, attention because quite honestly, I'm going to ask the audience right now. Can you think of any children's music radio stations that targets the, uh, the urban community? Um, if you could think of any, why don't you give us a call? 1-800-450-7876. I'll even go even further. Can you think of any children's music songs that you grew up to that you, that you love? Any children's music song that you grew up with? I knew um, I can think of some that I remember from elementary school. Uh, but can you think of any children's music songs? I mean, songs that you knew. I mean, now, you know, some of us grew up on Schoolhouse Rock. 
I know I that's that I, I love school schoolhouse rock. Um, but if you grew up on some on a, on a child song that I don't care what genre it was in, just give us a call at one eight hundred four five zero seven eight seven six. And you can also talk to my guest, who is a phenomenal. Let me just say a jazz vocalist. Uh, actually, that might even be limiting. She's a vocalist who also does jazz. How about that? Uh, she um, is a teaching artist. We're going to talk a little bit about her teaching artist. She does media arts. She does voiceovers. Uh, does a little voiceover work. Yes. And she has a, a group, I think it's called Music Kids Club. Um, and I'm just honored to have a fellow teaching artist here with me today. That's going to, we're going to just share, let her just share a lot of her knowledge. The one and only Renee George's. Thank you, and welcome to the hey. Uncle Devin Show. Hey, Uncle Devin. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. It is so great to be here. Well, I appreciate... Um, okay, I'm going to have you come a little closer. Mike. I, I'm, I'm going to... Um, I appreciate you changing your schedule. I know we were scheduled to have you on last week, but um, yes. safety is, is first. And so, and then we could have possibly done it by phone, but no, I wanted you in studio so you can... You know, so people can, can really get the full effect. So let's just start off from the very beginning. Now, I, I saw from your website... Um, that you went to school in California, but yes. that, uh, and I forgot what other school, uh, uh, what was the school I said I was going to mention, I can't remember, but tell a little bit about your background. Where'd you, where'd you grow up? I, I grew up in Los Angeles, LA, Crenshaw ah. District. Okay. Uh, right underneath uh, two really great African-American radio shows. That oh, was really? KDAY uh -huh. FM, I think it was 580. It's amazing what you remember. Uh, yeah. And uh, KJLH, which is 102.3 FM, they're still on the dial. Mm. And that station uh, is owned, still owned by Stevie Wonder. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So music was always around me. Uh, R&B, jazz, gospel, mm -hmm. classical. I heard it all. My mother's a gospel singer. And uh, in school, of course, like you said, we grew up on Schoolhouse Rock. Uh, and that was really the first thing that hit me. Mm -hmm. Mr. Rogers, yes. neighborhood, yes. you know. And you're right, there weren't that many venues for children's music. So uh, about 19, 20 years old, I was attending Cal State University, Northridge. That's what I saw, Cal State. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And I was a radio, television, film major. Okay. And I started thinking about what I could do presently that would take me into the area of communication and media arts. And okay. so I applied to work. Uh, first, it was an advertising agency, and I did that for two years. Okay. But I always wanted to go on the radio. So within two years, I applied uh, to work in a radio station, and KJLH mm -hmm. gave me a job, my very first oh, job in really? radio as a sales assistant. Okay. Uh, I learned a great deal about really you could say the the blood mm -hmm. of, of the radio station. Yes. Because without sales, you know, we can't play music. Right. Uh, the advertising dollars. So from there I moved to production. Okay. And I had a chance to work with Cliff the Body Winston, who was one of the best uh, morning DJs there in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of the morning show as well as all of the DJs that worked in the station. Oh, wow. Uh, from 24-7. And yeah. in that process, I did voiceover. Uh, so I started singing jingles mm -hmm. for the station, the station jingle. And you have a radio voice. I can hear that right thank now. You, thank Very, you. You know, I, I don't know. You may take my job. I, <laughs> no, I no, no. Of course not. You're here to stay. <laughs> no. You are here to stay. No, there's room for everybody. <laughs> and, and I just always had my ear, though, toward children's music. Okay. And I wanted to write. Mm-hmm. 
but I hadn't really opened up that area of my creativity. Well, now, what was your musical influences when you grew up? Growing up, it was it was gospel. Okay, I, I you grew said up that in mm-hmm. the church. Yes, and I sang, and of course, my mother taught us children's songs. The first song I ever sang was uh, "Yes, Jesus Loves." Of me. course, yes, everybody yes. sang that, and yes. uh, I, I, but I heard it, mm-hmm. you know, in film and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and TV, and mm-hmm. I always held on to it. And one of the things. I think that made me a little, I guess you could say, unique as a child. Mm-hmm. I paid attention to commercials. Oh, wow. The music we heard in commercials. Yes. One of the first. That was important. I yes, mean, that was important. to this day, you can just um, hear a song and it, it comes right back to right. you. Yes. Right. Uh-huh. So one of the first I heard, and you might remember this, was, I'm sure it was played here on the East Coast as well, but mm-hmm. um, Paul Anka wrote it and it was Kodak. Uh-huh. Uh, Kodak's uh, jingle. I probably do. Do you and remember? Jingles it? just grabbed me. Sing, sing a little bit. Can you remember all that? Uh, I, 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 and I probably bit. know it once I, once I get in. It was, uh, I know the song's called The Time of Your Life. Okay, it was, yes. La da da dee da da dee da La da da dee 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 Remember, do you remember the time of your life? And it was set to pictures, you know, pictures of a family. Yes. And so jingles just stayed with me. Right. Schoolhouse Rock and Kellogg's, you know, they had all the great soundtracks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That always stayed with me. So, right. you know, I grew up with gospel, R&B, which I did during the 90s working at KGLH. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to be in music, mm-hmm. but I hadn't really figured out how to crack that. Okay, okay. You know, that egg. So growing up and doing gospel music, now, is that all the way through high school? Or did you That's find yourself? That's all the way through high school. Okay. Even today, mm-hmm. I, I still sing. Um but really, around college, I started tapping in the jazz and listening to mm-hmm. Sarah Vaughn and oh, Billie yes. Holiday and Ella Fitzgerald. And the first thing I heard Ella Fitzgerald do mm-hmm. related to children's music. You talked about where mm-hmm. is the children's music. Mm-hmm. Verve has a CD mm-hmm. called Jazz for Kids, mm-hmm. and I wasn't aware of it as uh, a child. Really? I found this mm-hmm. in the early 2000s when I had my son. Mm-hmm. I bought it at a Starbucks played it and it was Ella Fitzgerald swinging old McDonald, Lionel Hampton oh, playing yeah. Rag Mom. Yes. You name you, it. You it hear that on I Am We Nation. Good, I had that old good. McDonald. I mean and I'm talking swing. Oh, she swung hard. it. That was wonderful. Hard. Okay. And also are you familiar with her uh Tisca the Tasket that she oh, made I famous? Love that. I sang that with a lot of big bands. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And so now you're in high school. Yes. Um, and you, uh, you're singing. Um, so in terms of going to college, you specifically went to school for music? I went to school, no, for radio, television, film. I did okay. major in music. Okay. I okay. figured as a vocalist mm-hmm. and an, an onstage performer, I found it very important to understand lighting, sound, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything that goes around me that will enable me to give my best performance. Okay. So I went in that direction and I was as I said I was so interested in radio. Yeah. I listened to talk radio and radio night and day. It was just a big part of my life, so I wanted to learn that area. So right. I didn't major in music. I majored in uh Really broadcasting. But, you know, but that, that's, production. that's very important. I mean, that's the 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 conduit for people to hear music. And, right. um, 
And right now, you know, despite all the 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 numbers that people say about podcasts and right, streaming, right. terrestrial radio is still the number one way people listen to anything nowadays. I agree. Yeah, and so that's very important that you that you're in there. Okay, so yeah, you you're in school for that. Um, did what type of experiences did you get when you were when you were there? What? Oh, it was the best experience. Uh, when I started, I'll be giving my age away. <laughs> it was uh, 85. Mm-hmm. And uh, really, my first textbook okay. for radio, for broadcasting was uh, included the invent of cable. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. There, there was once, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, a time when it was not cable or internet. <laughs> right. Um, okay. And so you, you were in that. Now, we're going to take a, 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 a just a brief break. But when we come back, I want to also transition from there to how you even started doing more children's music. And we're yes. going to talk a lot more before the end of the, the show about the teaching artist okay. aspect. Right. You're listening to Uncle Devin's show. My guest is Renee Georges, a teaching artist, singing phenomena. We're going to be right back in just a minute. Don't you go anywhere. Welcome back to the Uncle Devin Show. You're listening to WL 1450 AM, where information is power. And my guest today is the one and only Renee Georges, a phenomenal vocalist, teaching artist. Um, and as you heard just now, you know, really media. Uh, I wonder when you when you mentioned you were into media arts. Now I know why you kind of do a little yes. bit of everything with that. Yes. And just for those who are just tuning in, um, today's show is brought to you by I Am We Nation Radio dot com, uh, the first twenty four seven online children's music radio station with the urban twist. Um, we you will hear the best in children's music, focusing on children in, in the black community and beyond. Just go to I Am We Nation dot com. That's I Am We Nation dot com for more information so Renee let's go let's continue so now you're in you're in college now you may have already had that passion for children's music yes. but when did it really change when did you just start to trans transfer that into actually becoming a children's music artist that didn't happen until so that was 85 86 you know between college KJLH mm-hmm. we'll fast forward to 2003 mm-hmm. uh, I had a son Mm-hmm. And uh, it changed my life, of mm. course, all parents. It changes our lives. Right. Uh, and I was singing. I was a former Raylette. I sang back up with Ray Charles. Oh, did I you? I didn't mention that. No. So from okay. 94. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. We got to come back on it. Wait, wait, wait. So you were the backup. When, when, were you, when were you a backup for Ray Charles? I was a backup from 94 to 96. And then again from 2000 until he finished touring in 2003. So you were 20 feet from stardom, I guess. I was what 20 feet. If anybody would see that movie. Really? closer you were yeah. like right next to him at okay. the piano how was that i gotta just let you kind of talk a little bit talk a little bit about ray charles and that, that experience that's a great experience i um in 92 mm-hmm. i'll give you a little more history mm-hmm. i uh, was singing weddings different events mm-hmm. uh gigging around town mm-hmm. doing jam sessions and i met someone who said oh mc hammer is auditioning for singers mm-hmm. did that for okay. only three months okay so i did the hammer to legit to quit tour in the u.s okay that happened in 92, got a call to audition for Ray Charles, went and auditioned in 92, but turned down the job. 
Okay. Um, you want to share? I was still in just... college. Okay, that's right. And uh, my mother wasn't well, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave home at the time. That's right. But I felt like what a mistake I might have made because the opportunity might not come again. So two years later, '94, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the opportunity came okay. up again. I went back and auditioned, and got that job. So moving forward to 2003, mm-hmm. when Ray Charles passed in 04, yeah. my son was born the previous October. Mm-hmm. His funeral was June 2004. Mm-hmm. I felt that void yeah. of that great, yeah. legendary voice. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to figure out how I could continue the legacy, but not so much as just a vocal performer. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find a way to connect so that kids could discover mm-hmm. and learn about j- the jazz oh, legacy. Wonderful. And it was through children's music. Yeah. So with you, through your, now, you're talking about becoming a mother. Right. Um, talk even more about the impact of being a mother. That, wow. Talk about. On, um, with music. Talk about just life changes. Mm-hmm. I, I seem to jump in, you know, I, I go hard uh-huh. or go home. Yes. So I, I left California, mm-hmm. moved to the East Coast, okay. married a Washingtonian. Okay. So, of course, I had that culture shock that changed yes. from West Coast to the East Coast. Yes. Then I became a mother mm-hmm. and the touring life came to a, bre- a an abrupt halt. Okay. You can't really travel and tour the world. It's, you can, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I didn't want to miss my son's early years. There you go. So I started looking for things that would help me stimulate, educate, mm-hmm. and just drive, mm-hmm. you know, my kids' right. uh, development. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see a lot of children's music current. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, we still had Schoolhouse Rock. You yes. still had yes. some things, the old tunes we learned, mm-hmm. like, you know, bingo and yeah. things. But kids aren't learning those in school. No. And then I discovered your music. and. <laughs> Culture Queen and lots of other artists across the country. Right. And I said, I want to be a part of that. So I started, the first song I ever wrote was called Junk Food Blues. I was helping my son brush his teeth and I was talking to him about not eating Mm -hmm. junk food, as you Mm -hmm. will find out, parents. Mm -hmm. Little kids just seem to find out about. Yes. And uh, he was brushing his teeth and I started singing this melody and, Mm -hmm. and he said, well, what's next? And I said, I don't know. I'm making it up. <laughs> I recorded it. I pulled my phone, recorded it. And, uh, it was one of the first songs that wow. I, the yeah. ideas that I put out there. That's, that's generally, I think a lot of artists come to children's music that way. Um, I don't have my own children, but I have my nephews and nieces and that's how I started. Yes. You know, just wanting to create something and, 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 and just the old, the term creating with, Mm-hmm. Your your child is a, is a memory that they will never forget. Yes, um, and 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 very important to start that their love for the arts at an early age. And it's interesting you say that create with children mm-hmm. uh, because we have to create that legacy mm-hmm. that'll be their future. Yes, and uh, so my son is a collaborator. The first oh. song that I wrote mm-hmm. is called the Calendar Song, and that was to mm-hmm. help. That song is designed to help kids with sequential time so they can order the days of the week. And mm-hmm. it's simply Monday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. And my husband, who did the music, based it on Benny Golson's Blues March. So if you oh. go back and listen to that, so see, I tied in the okay. jazz okay. while teaching kids the days of the, to remember the days of the week. Okay. My son helped write that song. Mm-hmm. So when we copywrote it, he's listed as uh, a co-writer. Oh, and he really? was yes. three years old when uh-huh. I wrote the calendar song. Right. 
Oh, wow. That's wonderful. In fact, I, I know you have your CD here. I'm going to post and put it yes. up on the on those that are watching on Facebook. You can see the uh, the CD. And maybe I'll, I'll check with Alonzo. Maybe I, on one of the intros uh, or what have you, we can just play a little episode of her her CD um, because she's going to be with us the whole hour. So we, we're in good shape for that. But um, so, and, and let me just say that I love you. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've known you for a while, but I didn't really pay attention to the music until recently over the last year. The calendar song is is phenomenal. But it's one of swinging. It's swinging. But one of my favorites, I, I, and I called you and told you, was Choo Choo Cha Cha. That's my favorite. Oh, well, you know, being a drummer, I love anything that starts with the drums. And you start uh, start off with the drums. And um, and so we're going to work together on that one yes, as well. I mean, that, that to me for, that. for a live show because it is absolutely um, great. Now, how, how many um, have you worked, done a lot of children's CDs? I know you probably have, have a lot not. of music that you haven't recorded this yet. Is, this is my... Freshman and right now only project. Okay. This, uh, okay. this year, 2020, will be the 10-year anniversary of Kids Music Club Jazzing Up Learning CD. Wonderful. And I okay. have about a dozen more songs that I've written, mm-hmm. but I haven't gone in the studio and done them. So the goal okay. is in 2020 mm-hmm. to do that okay. and bring back some of the kids that recorded mm-hmm. who are now high school. Yeah, and I know. Who are instrumentalists, many of them. Mm, yes. And uh, collaborate with them. Okay. Now, talk a little bit about the Kids Music Club, and yes. you spell music with a Q. Yes. Okay. What is that, and 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 talk a little bit more about its inception. Kids Music Club, kids with a Z and music with a Q. I did that on purpose. Kids all once for one thing, they notice it. So when mm-hmm. I show up in classrooms, they say you misspelled music. I right. love that. Right. But I chose Q because I wanted to. Our goal is to produce quality music for children, mm. uh, and that's why we put a cue in there mm-hmm. and also to distinguish me from other uh, brands that use kids mm-hmm. there is a music club there's a kids club and and i thought well music with a capital q mm-hmm. will definitely yeah you know solidify our brand okay okay now um is is, is an active uh, group it, or it how, is, it's how does a, that work? it's a mobile music company so okay. i basically go where the kids are mm-hmm. so i get hired by um, we'll talk about that in a while. Mm-hmm. Schools. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to participate in community uh, trade shows and things mm-hmm. that include children's music. Mm-hmm. And what I do is hold workshops mm-hmm. and bring in either tap dancers, percussionists mm-hmm. like yourself, mm-hmm. other vocalists. And we teach the kids performance skills, mm-hmm. tying in academics, mm-hmm. and they perform. Okay. They're actually the performers. So it's not really Renee George's. Right. It's Kids Music Club, and I am just the conduit for creating the music. Okay. And uh, if someone wants to get more information, they can go to kidsmusicclub.com. And that's, again, kids is spelled with a Z. And music, instead of a K, it's a Q. It's a Q. Okay. So kidsmusicclub.com. Um, we're going to post it up on our uh, Facebook page if yes. you're watching this live. Um, so that people can can find out about it, and 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 we will talk extensively about yes. um, you know in the second half hour about being a teaching artist. But from your experience, what has I've had different responses to doing children's music. Mm. Okay, uh, there are some that get it, and there are many who don't. Talk about your experience with that. I I agree with you. A few of us get it. Mm-hmm. The majority does not. Mm-hmm. And when I think about that, I go back to Mr. Rogers, okay, who uh, who was responsible for PBS. Mm-hmm. No one seemed to get it. 
mm-hmm. which was why he was out there making the case mm-hmm. for children's music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think we just have a big job. We've got to keep putting it out there, field testing what we mm-hmm. we do for kids. Mm-hmm. But our hardest job is convincing the parents mm-hmm. that this right. music is good for their children. I mean, that to me is still, uh, and I'm not mad at anyone because right. to be honest, I didn't recognize, I didn't come to children's music until about 10 years ago. Wow. And, you know, I've always done stuff that has been positive, but the targeted directly to children uh, was something I just came came to understand. So we do have a, a education. Yes. It's, it's, it's us up to us to educate our communities about the importance that music plays. It's not just fun music. We're talking about educational music. Uh, a, chi- uh, a human brain develops uh, 80% of its, of its capacity within zero, uh, really within the first five years. That's, that's true. So whatever they get in early is you're, you're starting that program and that's going to affect them for life. And so um, what is it? How is it that Mr. Rogers can do it? But we haven't been able to sustain that in our own communities. Hold that thought. I'm going to have you answer that in just a minute. This is the Uncle Devin show on WL 1450 AM. You're listening to Renee George's. We'll be right back. Fourteen fifty WOL. Here's the latest from Newswan.com, brought to you in part by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Use your power to cure IBS and join the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation at Spin for Crohn's and Colitis Cures. Get started at spin4.org. During a court hearing this morning, prosecutors announced an additional manslaughter charge against a 15-year-old boy charged in the deadly assault on a man last month at the Great Frederick Fair. The teen and his 16-year-old brother were accused of attacking 59-year-old John Weed at the fair last month, and he later died. Prince George's County school officials struggling to hire more bus drivers. The system says it's looking to hire 150 more drivers as 97 school bus routes are currently unassigned. News brought to you in part by Compassion International. You can change the world for a child in extreme poverty through Compassion International. Just text CHILD to 83393 to find out how. I'm Rick Hoschel. When you're looking for news for Black America, go to Newswan.com. Welcome back. This is uh, Uncle Devin on WL 1450 AM. Uh, it's another wonderful day with another wonderful artist, the one and only uh, Renee Georges, teaching artist, uh, jazz phenomena. I mean, in fact, you sing pretty often. Do I see you, uh, All Mr. Henry? Day, or... Every day. <laughs> yeah. So before I we we, we well, we, we'll come, we're going to come back to that in just a minute in, ta- in terms of you know where people can see you at now um how people can hire you in their schools and, and all that in just a minute but you were beginning to talk a little bit about um uh we, we talked a little bit about you know Mr. Rogers but how come that hasn't been duplicated you know with all the different uh black owned radio stations in the um you know uh, that 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 we have radio and television there's not one that does any children's programming why do you think that's the case or and what's your experience um you know even being you know studying in media um um just i don't know just just what's your what's your thoughts on that uh you know you you, yeah you you back that question you said why was mr rogers able to do it and we haven't been able to do it in our community yes that's a big question Mm -hmm. uh that i don't have the answer to Mm -hmm. i try to 
have a solution. And I think one of the solutions is exactly what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're uh, putting it out there. You're the support for artists like yourself, me Mm -hmm. and other artists who are trying to do Mm -hmm. music in the communities. And the second reason was, as I mentioned, Kids Music Club is a mobile music company where the kids are actually the ones who are putting forth the music with me. And I think we need to engage children Mm -hmm. in that process to bring other children, because if we leave it to adults from the media perspective, Mm -hmm. the advertising perspective, it's always going to be their their perspective on things. Exactly. And that we really can't do. I mean, we have enough. I mean, if we really say that children are our future and we really value children, um, well, you know, the proof is in the pudding and. Um, what we put into our children is exactly what we're going to get out. Um, and so again, um, I'm not just criticizing, uh, folks who don't know because I didn't know. And now that I know, you know, um, that's one of the reasons why we started this station. Now I want to make sure that, um, if you want to reach, um, uh, kids music club, you can go to kids music club, but the site might be under construction right now. So if you uh, go to Facebook, uh, and or Twitter and uh, type in a uh, kids music club, kids with a Z music with a Q. And um, you can uh, get everything there. And also how can people purchase your CD? Uh, the CD is available on cdbaby.com. Jazzing up learning is the title. Mm-hmm. It's on iTunes. It's on Amazon. I also have a kids music club TV mm. YouTube channel. Wow. So okay. lots of performances by the kids. Mm-hmm. The videos, the CD is on that YouTube channel. Okay, that's wonderful. And, you know, one of the things that we do here, again, is, you know, the fact that the dominant, well, I guess the the, the majority of those that do children's music focuses on pretty much a few genres, rock, pop, maybe some country. Um, and we're now starting to find that, you know, there are other artists out here around the country and around the world that do music uh, in other other uh, genres, right? Um, but there really hasn't been an outlet for uh, us to be able to get our music on in mass. A few of us are able to get to some of the the mainstream channels, and quite honestly, if you talk to some of them, and I know them personally, some of them won't play our music. I'm just going to be straightforward. They they just say no. That's, wow. that's that's not our clientele. That's not our group. This is what our people want to hear. And I mean, who am I to say that's their station? They develop it. So that's why we're developing our own. But if we don't get the support from our communities, then, um, you know, we really don't have, you know, there's not much more we can do. So we're going to keep pushing that, pushing that forward. And um, now let's do this. Um, I want to take a listen to the one song you have mentioned um, uh, that was the calendar song. Yeah. Okay. Now, now give, give a give a little give another intro of, of the calendar song. That's the song that you did with your song? calendar song. My son was about two years old, driving to daycare, raining, kids screaming in the back of the car, and I needed to do something. Mm-hmm. So I started making up days of the week. Okay. And that was the calming. All right. Let's check it out, Renee Joyce.
I see uh, what you were listening to was just a little episode of uh, the calendar song by Renee Georges. And how many children were, were, were singing? Would you, there you? were, oh my gosh, I had 11 children in the studio uh, at Duke Ellington School of the Arts. Oh, okay. Oh, so uh, I recorded there. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. And I will say, did you go there? But I forgot you grew up in LA, so um, you wouldn't have gone, gone to school there. But you worked with them or you, did your child? I worked with them. My, my husband is a teacher. He teaches uh, low brass and he's a trombonist and the best part of that song was coming. Oh, did I cut it off <laughs> too soon? Right. Oh, no. Uh, and it's a trombone solo that uh, he wrote in. Oh, but, what's uh, your husband's name? Dupore George. Dupore, Dupore George. My, my apologies, Dupore. Yes. You know, I get, um, <laughs> so, but, but the teaser is people need to go to yes. CD Baby, yes. iTunes, and Amazon and get your own copy. Um, what a unique way of teaching children about the week and what to expect. And I mean, there's been a lot of songs just for adults that have, that, that dealt right. with that. But now this is a wonderful one for for children. Yes. And in the midsection of it, it kind of goes to what we call that double time feel yes. when they get to run all over the room. Oh, kind of wow. moves there, then slows them down again. Yeah. One of the things we, we, we because we're a news talk show, we can only do a limited right. version of, right. of music. But let's do another one of the songs. Um, um, the... This one was uh, also one of my favorites, and I just thought it was just phenomenal the way you put it together. It was called Choo Choo Cha Cha. Yes, and this is uh, Ella Fitzgerald inspired. Okay, check it out. That is nothing but (laughs) just pure joy. I mean, just imagine the music. I mean, the the movement and motion that you can do with children with that song. That's the one thing I like. And the whole family dancing with it. Yes. And they can be creative. And they can create their own freeze and... That to me, and then the music is just solid. Was your was your husband on that oh, as well? Oh, he's on there. Uh, my gosh, that was DeAndre Schaefer. Okay, yes. Uh, the drummer. Mm-hmm. I know you want to know. Yes. Carol DeShiel. Oh, right wow. here from DC. DC, yeah. Okay, DC. Okay, yes. wonderful. Wow, and you, so you can get your copy of 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 this CD by going to cdbaby.com or iTunes or Amazon. Just dial up or type up uh, Renee George's with an S at the end. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Renee George's. 
and get yourself a copy of this. And I mean, congratulations. I know it's been Thank 10 you. years, but the one beautiful thing about children's music is it never it gets get old. old. It does not get Any old. other genre, you only you may have a, a four, five, six month, maybe a year life expectancy. But with children's music, Every new generation, you have a new audience to be able to play that music right. towards. So that's wonderful. So let's talk now, talking about children's and, and moving toward it, um, educating children. Now, both of us are members of Young Audiences Arts for Learning in Maryland. Yes. Um, and uh, talk about what you do as a teaching artist for, for young audiences. Oh, wow. As a teaching artist that, you know, encompasses, I call it the big three, residencies, mm-hmm performance assemblies and workshops okay and so what's a give, give an idea for those who may not have ever heard of a residency what's a residency in the type of that you do residency takes you in the classroom for anywhere from three to three days to six weeks i mm-hmm. know several artists that are doing semester residencies with schools uh, and this mine would be a combination of music and any of the core subjects and i primarily work with a lot of the uh, language arts classes. Mm-hmm. I'm writing some new songs, one called the Science Samba, and I like to team up with a science teacher and a math okay. teacher. So that's what we do in residencies. We take the common core subjects and we partner it with the art. And so if uh, someone wants to bring you to their school, um, I know we mentioned Young Audiences Arts for Maryland, uh, Arts for Learning in Maryland, but you'll go almost anywhere with this. I'll go right? anywhere, okay. all over the state. Okay, so you can go. Um, you know, you can reach reach out to Renee George's, and is the best way to reach you right now. I know that the website is 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 under development, but yes, um, uh, the I best saw, way saw, is to reach me on my Facebook a page, page for Kids Music Club, and it's listed as K I D Z M U S I Q C L U B. Uh, you can find the performance assemblies, residencies, and workshop programs at yamd.org. Yes. You'll find you'll find all the artists. You'll find Renee there. I'm there as well. Yes. Um, but your website, is it rgeorge? I have a vocal music website. Yes. And that's rgeorgejazzmusic. And that's r-g-e-o-r, the word jazzmusic.com. Okay. All right. So since we're on that Topping as you heard that that wonderful track there, Choo Choo Cha Cha, and that that inspiration. You say Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's what I. It took me right back to that because it was just it was tight, it was swinging, and uh, you know what. So when you perform out, if someone comes to any of your shows, do you primarily sing straight ahead jazz? Do you kind of jump around and sing some uh, I other? I do a genre? little bit of. No, I, I guess you could call me that. Uh, like a, I'm like a New Orleans cook. Okay. I like to make a gumbo of music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yes. a better way to put it. So I love jazz, but I'm a big fan of, you know, R&B mm-hmm. from the 70s. And mm-hmm. I love 80s mm-hmm. classic rock. So I will take a jazz, I will take a pop tune and give it a jazz feel. Okay. Um, I do oftentimes now Marvin mm-hmm. Gaye's What's Going On yeah. as a mashup with uh, Edith Piaf's um, La Vian Rose. Oh, really? Because I think they're both, they both have meaning today. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I, I do a mix-up of things. I do often Route 66, which is yes. a, a song I do in my kids' assemblies. Yes. Because uh, I get the kids to sing all of the different stops along the route. Right. So I have adults do it, too, at some of my shows. Well, you know, if I... um. Uh, I wish we could uh, we had the permission to play certain songs because uh-huh. I got my little ukulele here and, um, and we were kind of can play some jazz some bossa novas yes. and those types of things but but what i want to try to do is um we, 
<laughs> look, look at what did you say, Alonzo? See, Alonzo is a, a guitar player. So I don't know if you saw him in there jamming while you were performing. Our engineer <laughs> is in there performing up. But um, but what I'm gonna do is um, I'm gonna tune this up a little bit. But okay. we're gonna try try something. Let's just yeah. take a simple nursery rhyme, which you know I don't do much with. Uh, row, row, row your boat. Ooh, I love that. And I'm gonna just play it in C. Okay. But I'm gonna do it a kind of a jazz jazz way and um but then i want you to ad lib and add some stuff to it and see what we can come up with i want you to see the the talent that you have here we got two minutes so we're (laughs) going to use this uh to to take us to take us out um so let's see what we got here all right all right kids and parents this is for you Whatever you like, yes. All right, here we go. Let's see. I'll tell them the story about this tune. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. When you row your boat gently down the stream. Everybody merrily, merrily. See, that's what we can do here. <laughs> so you get artists together, start jamming. And then you look, I don't have the drums in here with us. But you're listening to Uncle Devin on WOL 1450 AM, where information and music is power. We're going to take a quick little break and we come back. We're going to talk a little bit more with our wonderful guest, Renee Georges, here uh, in the studio with us. If you want to join the conversation, give us a call at one 800 450 Four five zero. I can't talk and play at the same time. Long. I was trying to. I was trying to get it in there. One one eight hundred four five zero seven eight seven six. Give us a call and uh, join the conversation. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Uncle Devin's show here on WL 1450 AM on your listener dial. Um, Today's show is about really the importance that music plays in a child's development and what you can do uh, to help take back control of your children's music needs. And we were just sitting here talking and... um, you know, Renee came up with a great idea that I think we do need to get all the artists together. Maybe we come up yes. with a universal song. I mean, the children's music genre is good for that. I know my friends up in uh, Philadelphia, Dave and uh, Jenny uh, uh, Hyden Clemens, have come up with a, a, a wonderful song that, that we've sung. Uh, I don't know if they came up with it, but I know they helped to to bring it about. And it was, uh, it was about a rainbow. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. They're going to kill me for forgetting it. But just coming up with a song where everyone is featured, where we can yes. kind of all, you know, participate in that. But uh, so go back to talking a little bit about um, 
your, your jazz vocals. Now, do you have any shows coming up? Do you sing? Because I thought, did I see you at Mr. Henry's? Yes, I was at Mr. Henry's in August. Okay. I work there regularly. I love it there. Is that the original, the original. Mr. Henry's? I remember when, uh, was it Melba Moore sung there? Or, uh, Roberta or, Flack. Roberta Flack, that's what it is. It was a, I, my wife would tell you, I always mix the names <laughs> up, but not the people. I know who's who. But yeah, Roberta Flack really helped and to popularize that. she was a huge influence yeah. when I was young. Well, you know, I grew up in the AME Zion Church, and so did uh, Roberta. And uh, she was at uh, Lomax AME Zion Church in um, in Arlington. And wow. so they, they they know and are very proud of that history, you know, um, that she comes out of that tradition. And uh, and then the work she, she did, you know, it was really important even about her work, um, not to deviate from right. what we're talking about, but the impact she had during the Civil Rights Movement. And really didn't get the credit that she deserved she because it went to, you know, Marvin Gaye and when she was yes. doing more protest songs yes. before he did, which I saw in that, that documentary. But then she started, you know, when the whole Quiet Storm movement came, then she took criticism for doing what was natural to her. So yes. I was like, come on now, we can't. How, how are we, 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 we treating her you know, it's a double standard when it That's came true. to that. That's but true. Now, speaking as a, a, a female jazz vocalist, um, talk a little bit about your experiences as a jazz vocalist, some of the, 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 the good and the bad that you may have experienced. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. I, of course, started out singing backup. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I worked with Hammer and, and mm-hmm. Ray Charles for several years. And that's really all I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. wanted to be a, a, just a session vocalist. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, so I grew you didn't... up, as I said, in the gospel church, and my mother has a gospel group, so mm-hmm. I learned to sing backup from mm-hmm. her. Right. So I wanted to do that. So when Ray Charles passed away and I moved into headlining, yeah. that was a huge transition. It wasn't something I was used to doing. Mm-hmm. Uh but I I love it. It's it's hard. You have to be. I'm an indie artist. You got to mm-hmm. work hard. You got to mm-hmm. hustle. Mm-hmm. You still got to you know pound the pavement. Yeah. Network. Call people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I just don't find that there are a lot of venues for jazz. Well, as much as it, it, it even seems like jazz music, the face of jazz music doesn't look like us anymore. When you take That's a true. look at um, all the jazz artists, and I'm not mad at those who right. are doing music and keeping that tradition up. It's not their fault. It's right. really, it's us to that, that, that have to embrace it. And yes. we have that responsibility. Yes. So while you're singing about Ella Fitzgerald, as a drummer, I'm talking about Max Roach and Art there, Blakey. There you go. You know, and um, uh, one of my songs that I do in, in my assembly uh, is Mop Mop. That, um, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that. I love Mop Mop. And, and I don't do the full thing. I just talk about how uh, Max Roach created a song called Mop Mop, and it's a call and response piece and um but now they they're understanding you know they'll remember roach max right. roach and they'll remember mop mop and now hopefully you know we, we we're giving them some foundations but i also will do some of the ella fitzgerald um yes music um especially uh one of the versions that i i do is um uh, is uh, a tisket a task. Love that song. Yeah, I love that. I think song. that song is in public domain too. I don't know. Let me see. What no, we... I think it might be. Yeah, let me think. A tisket a tasket, a, a brown and yellow basket. I took a letter to my mother, and on the way I dropped it. I dropped it, I dropped it. Yes, on the way I dropped it. But a little girl, she picked it up and put it in her pocket. 
Yeah, and I'm sorry, that was real low. I, I now once I become an affluent right. um, ukuleleist, I'll oh. be able to transpose that on on the spot. But I haven't yes, gotten there yet. So. You're getting there. But but I picked this up because it helped me as a drummer. Instead of just sitting there playing drums, now you know with right, my feet right. I'm playing the drums and I'm able to play. Um, uh, you know, different songs um, from all types of genres. But it, these are the ways that we help to keep jazz yes. tradition going uh, in ways uh, such as uh, what, what Wynton Marsalis is doing. I mean, I which is absolutely, if you, if, if you have the opportunity to find his his series that he does with uh, jazz masters. And I, I even yes. think it's, uh, I, I forgot one of the stations, but look him up and expose your children and, and yourself to this wonderful history that he has with, with the children's music. So teaching artists, so you do residencies. What about your assemblies? Talk a little bit about oh, your assemblies. The assemblies. That's my, my heart and soul. Mm-hmm. I love that more than anything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a chance to take live performance. Children aren't experiencing that enough mm-hmm. outside of, like you said, pop or rock arenas. Yes. Yes. And I think soul music and jazz and classical mm-hmm. teach children uh, audience behavior. Yes. Which is, yes. come on, parents, we got we to gotta impart that. Yes. We got to pass it on. That's right. We so really my assemblies require them to become part of the tour. Okay. So I basically talk about what it's like to be a performing musician and a vocalist. Okay. And the kids participate. They sing with us. Mm-hmm. A call and response. They come up and dance with us through choo-choo, yeah. cha-cha. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Uh, they have a great time. But right. their job is to also be an audience member. Right. And that, that and, 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 and the best way of doing that is also making it an active audience member. Yes. Because so, they make it, they are just as much of a part the audience is just as much of the, a part of the, the the show as the artist. Right, right. You got to have one. You can't have one without the other. Because you know, if you go to jazz concerts or mm-hmm. jazz performances, there's so much talking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the music is not even there. Yeah, I know. And it's just really hard to perform that way. And I think some of it comes from that's not what people learn or see. That's right. They're used to being at loud concerts yes. where they're talking over yeah. the band. So no, I, I'm trying I, to change that my, with my, you know, as okay. much as I can. Well, good. So, again, if someone needs to reach you, what's the best way for them to reach uh, you? They can reach me at rjorjazzmusic.com at gmail you can email me you can mm-hmm. i'm on twitter under renee georgez or r yes renee georgez r-e-n-e-e-g-e-o-r-j-a-z-z mm-hmm. um but the website it's the best way i've got a contact card on there and you can just okay. email me um you may or may not have it but i see uh gregory on facebook wants to know what is the phone number Ah, uh, phone number to reach me i have two for a kids music club it's 202-573-8006 and uh that's probably the best way okay all right repeat it again that's 202-573-8006 okay and um and gregory if you also wanted to reach us here at the uncle devin show you can reach us um my wife is going to put the the number up but you can reach us at 202 uh eight wow <laughs> I, 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 I say the name the num- number so much. I yeah, I have a moment. It'll, it'll pop up in just a minute. Um, uh, six nine eight. So the, um, two o two six nine. I know that for some reason I don't even seem right. It, it, I'm gonna put it up in a minute. I can't remember. I'm having a, a brain freeze right now. But but you're listening to the Uncle Devin's show here on WOL uh, fourteen fifty, and I'm I'm honored to be able to have Renee here. And this is what we do so that we can let you know that we exist. 
that we're here, we're coming. Uh, be prepared. Um, if you have any children's shows or events where, the, where children are, let us know. And also consult with us because many times people will have children's parties but don't have right. appropriate children's music or oh have music gosh. that's appropriate for children. And that, you know, and again, it's, people don't mean to do it intentionally. They just don't know. Um, and so, um, so Renee, I really, really, really am I'm glad that you had a chance to come and spend some time with us here. Yes. Um, and I wish you the best and let's make sure that we do, you know, one, we're going to do the choo-choo cha-cha. That's Absolutely. for sure. But, we, uh, but I'm going to connect you also with our greater, uh, we nation family as we, that. um, uh, it, we can't, we certainly can't do it alone. Um, and we need to, uh, we need to work together. So thank you very much. And I look forward to even having you back again, uh, at another time. Yes, absolutely. And to you, the audience, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we know that you could be, you could be doing anything else that you want. Uh, but the fact that it is that you're here and I also want to, uh, give a shout out to all of, uh, my artist friends who are, who have a CD up, uh, for consideration for the uh, 2020 Grammys. Um, I'm a Grammy voting member and we get this big booklet and it has, uh, all the artists there. And I think it's about 160, uh, children's, um, CDs that are up for consideration. So I just want you to know that there are artists out here. Uh, the Grammys recognizes us, the Latin Grammys recognizes us. And so I want you to stay tuned to the uncle Devin show because we're going to be doing a campaign to encourage urban one honors and the NAACP image awards and the soul train awards and the BT awards. We're going to be encouraging all of them to uh, include a children and family entertainment category so that we can encourage more people to do this. If we say that children are our future, we need to, uh, this is one way that we can uh, certainly show that. So thank you for tuning in. Um, this is uncle Devin show. I'll be back with you next week. Um, I got a surprise. I think we're going to have a very, very, I mean, not only did I have a very, very esteemed artist with me this week, but next week um, I'm going to save the surprise and may announce it later on this week. But we have a, uh, uh, a national hip hop artist who grew nice. up in the, who was very popular in the eighties. That's going to be a guest for us next week. So stay tuned, uh, tune in, go, go to uncle show.com for more information. And for those who don't know, Uncle Devin's show is an interactive musical experience for children that uses drums and percussion to cultivate their minds. Sort of a dynamic cross between DC's Trouble Funk and Schoolhouse Rock. So you can tune you can tune into us at theuncledevinshow.com. Again, uh, Kids Music Club. You can find her uh, Kids with a Z, uh, Music with a Q. I'm Uncle Devin, and I, until we meet again, as I always say, life is a drum, so beat it.